right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hi, Katie. Hi, Monica. How are you today? I'm feeling great on this Saturday morning. Yes, me too. You know, I wanted to say right before we started, we were giving a quiet moment. And in my head, just so loud and clear, was Trevor Hall's song, Mm, I have everything I need. I have everything I need. I have everything I need. That is such a beautiful song. It is. And it made me think of like so many times we feel in doubt of ourselves or our approach or our list or what am I even doing? What's the point? Mm -hmm. And that I have everything I need really lets you be like, oh, okay. I have everything I need in this very moment. And no matter all what the universe is trying to tell us or the direction that we feel like we need to go. Sometimes a nice couple of deep breaths reminding Mm -hmm. ourselves that we have everything inside us that we will ever need in this very moment can be so reassuring. Mm -hmm. And that thought really elevates your entire energetic being. I feel like, I mean, thinking the thoughts that I have everything I need, I am abundant with goodness and all the ways that it matters to me and my life and, In that way, it creates our vibration at a higher level. Mm -hmm. It brings us up to this point of a glow almost. I wonder if humans can be bioluminescent. (laughs) Side note. Uh, Maybe in theory. (laughs) We should look into that. I don't know that there's any evidence of bioluminescence. We can be if we run through the ocean during a bioluminescent uh, day Mm -hmm. when those little organisms are out there shining their blue glow. Yeah. I mean, bio is life and luminant means bright. I mean, we're bright life. Yeah. Our souls maybe can radiate bioluminescence. Yeah. I love that idea. That's cool. We've been talking a lot about raising our vibration and raising our frequency and kind of thinking about what we bring to the table when we interact with others and how our vibrations and other people's vibrations kind of connect and Mm -hmm. collaborate and maybe even level out each other. Mm -hmm. So turning in and thinking about the vibration you're bringing to your friends, your family, your workplace. Mm -hmm. It gets tough when you start thinking about entering a place with a low frequency to maintain your higher frequency and not bring it down to that level. If you're dreading going in somewhere, maybe the dentist's office. (laughs) random example, but you're dreading it most easily. And when you go in there, it might be easy to be like, mm, in a bad mood just because you're at the dentist's office because yeah. you don't want to open your mouth vulnerably to strangers who are going to put their fingers in your mouth hole <laughs> and protect your teeth bones. <laughs> what is it? Mouth stones. Mouth stones. That's, That's Nathan yeah. Pyle's uh, A Strange Planet. Check yeah. him out if you haven't. Which I actually want to um, p- take pause for a moment to celebrate a with a gift. I have something to give Katie on the episode. We're going to celebrate how much goodness Nathan Pyle has brought to us by looking through his 
book that I purchased for you. You got Nathan. That's awesome. My mom was telling me about it. That is so great. Nathan Pyle, if y'all don't know, is a cartoonist who um, pretty much has a cartoon about tiny little aliens that live on Earth like planet and... We've talked about him before on an episode early on, but he created a book. And I just think it's really cool. I mean, this, I think he started this at the end of last year and it's just gained so much momentum. And now they've created a book of all of them and sold that. And I'm sure his family, their lives are changed and this year is so different for them. And I'm just so, I think that's so neat. So I was happy to support their journey and creativity and abound. Thank you for this gift. That is so awesome. That's wonderful. I can't wait to read it when I'm going to the bathroom at your house. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm glad that that's why you really picked it out. You're like, Katie's bathroom needs some literature. Really? <laughs> literature. <sighs> that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to interrupt our, but I didn't really yeah, interrupt. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. For thank you for allowing me yeah. to gift you that moment. <laughs> You know, thinking about raising your frequency in our thank you, not sorry theory, which is when you have the inclination to say sorry, maybe reframe your wording to include thank you instead and how that changes the Mm -hmm. vibration and frequency of that interaction prevents the other person from feeling like, oh, she's feeling guilty and sorry. How do I react to this? Yeah, good point. That's definitely a frequency raiser Mm -hmm. changer. Yeah. Game changer. The music we listen to, I think alters our frequency a lot we can choose to listen to things like trevor hall telling you that you have everything you need yeah um one of my friends had a quote um from a long time ago i remember it was goodness in goodness out and we've kind of talked about that in our consumption and our habit conversations like what are you taking in and is it aiding to your frequency being high and your vibration feeling authentic for you? Or is it like bringing you down? Are you getting sucked into these drains of, you know, consumption that Mm -hmm. can make us feel less worthy, less bright? And then getting sucked into the drains of the what you're putting out, are you choosing to focus on when the guy cut you off and when you come home, is that the energy you're going to bring to your family sharing those types of stories? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to share the stories of the actual good things that did happen mm-hmm. in your day? Yeah, like what you didn't you run out of gas. To? Yeah. In that traffic or <laughs> right? whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And or if you're writing one of the stories with us or doing anything creatively, if the paint color comes out wrong. The writing prompt is a little weird, like something you weren't expecting just to be able to stay stay cool, man. Roll stay with, with those, that vibration. Roll with those punches. Yeah. You set out a creative intention. Don't let these um, supposed roadblocks stop you. Just take a detour, which we've also talked about in one of our earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. So it was decide. To have a good time, maybe yeah. embrace the what is the change. Embrace what is. You're gonna tell a new story. You're gonna maybe if you're thinking that this is such a bad day, this is so bad, everything's happening to me. Maybe you're gonna shift your mindset and say, "This is actually happening for me." Yes. This whatever it is, I could. What can I learn from this? Tell a new story also goes back to um, loving what is, and if you have interest in that, there's our previous episode. Some weird universal truth is the title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that is based off our recap on the book, Loving What Is. And that's all about telling a new story based off the art of inquiry, Mm -hmm. asking yourself some basic questions to know what story is worth listening to. The O in detour, though, since we're going back over that, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it was open your heart. Open your heart. Open your heart and mind. That's a good one. Yeah. Did y'all know we came up with this acronym? We did. This is a right here, right now original. Yeah, it is. And the U was uh, use your imagination. Yes. Very important, as we talked about, I think, last week. Mm -hmm. Was that when we were talking about uh, Mary Oliver's Tell About It? Yes, it was in a recent episode for sure. And always very important in the work we do on our writing pads and exercises and letting that ripple out to all the other activities in our lives to be able to use our imagination. Actually, this reminds me of our January book of the month is uh, Improv Wisdom. December? Right. Whoa, I just jumped to January. We know our January book. This is fun. She's revealing. (laughs) Nope, December. Book of the month, Improv Wisdom. Monica and I were just reading a passage this morning about how important it is to allow ourselves to be playful. Look at the animals. They're all out there rolling around in the dirt. Mm -hmm. 10-year-old dogs are still having a good time. We don't have to stop being playful as adults. Mm -hmm. It's actually, if we're going to clean out the garage, why not throw on the... Pump up the jams. Pump. Pump Pump. it up. Yeah. Something like that from the 90s. Yes. (laughs) Totally. And make it fun. Dance into the cobwebs. There is science behind, I mean, there's a whole sector of yoga that involves laughter. There's science behind the way laughter helps heal the brain. And we've talked about that on the podcast. We really do. That's going to happen one day. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into yoga, laughter. Laughter, yoga. Yeah. Yeah. That's soon happening, I Mm -hmm. think. We're going to have to make that. Maybe that's my first uh, yoga certification. Oh my gosh. That would just make, (laughs) yes, great idea. That's the best gift. Did y'all hear that? Katie's giving me that for Christmas. She's giving me her commitment to certifying herself in laughter yoga. That would be so cool. We're going to do it together. (laughs) Heard it here first. Right here? Right now. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) This podcast is going to change in season three. We're just going to be laughing the whole time. I hope you liked Happy Things Giggles. Hopefully you're going to laugh the whole time too. Like that's the point of the new podcast is we're all just laughing for 20 minutes. We're all just laughing, yeah. Oh my God. It's not a terrible idea. We're actually going to have another podcast called The Laughter Podcast. Yes. Thanks, Giggles. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Give us some feedback on that thought. Anyone listening and loving this, go ahead and send us some input. Right. And while you're doing that, don't forget about the R and detour, <laughs> redirect your mindset, yes, which is attainable and available at any time and any moment. If you don't like the mood you're in or you don't like the vibe you're putting out into the universe, you are the one that has the power and the authority to change that anytime you mm-hmm. want. And that mm-hmm. is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, it really is magic. We've been doing some morning rituals, and we've been using the Dragon Trees Rituals for Transformation. And this morning, we shared a a passage. We're on a Saturday morning thing, if y'all can't tell. (laughs) Uh, We shared a passage, and it was about pretending like you have a marker, and every room you go into is black and white, and you have the ability to color that room with your set of markers. And you get to always just bring beauty and joy. You have the availability to. Yes. 
I kind of like to think we're always running a science experiment on ourselves. And if you think about that, we have like a prediction, the hypothesis about what will happen. We have a control in our minds of how we think we would be, plus all these variables. What happens when we introduce these variables to our lives? And what's our expected conclusion? That's our hypothesis. And then what really happened? Mm -hmm. What did we learn along the way? And it's just like a continuous science experiment from grade school. Those elements are all there every mm -hmm. time we try anything on ourselves, on a relationship, at work, on a piece of paper. And in they the right say that, yes, yes. And they say that uh, they, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So we're kind of saying, you know, to change it up so that we can see what other results yep. we have out yep. there. Yep. Different hypothesis, different variables. Mm -hmm. shift things around make the life you want to make yeah don't just hang out in that low frequency life wondering why it's not getting any better when you're doing absolutely nothing to change yes. your vibration yes. and to bring it closer to that of the universe yes. we've been playing with the idea that when we make promises to ourselves and we let those promises go we break them that that's kind of telling the universe we don't really maybe care so much. There's no honor in our word to, if we can't uphold an agreement to something we set out to do in our own heart, then, you know, how is that going to affect others if we can't even agree to ourselves? Mm -hmm. And how is that going to impact the way the universe is handling your agreements? Like, exactly. well, if you're not upholding them, you know, mm. the universe is like listening. It's yeah. like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gonna check that list twice that's right it actually does know when you're naughty or nice that's right that's holiday themed we're making this episode in december by the way so that seasonal vibe is in the air which is another thing that kind of raises your vibration is the way your space feels changes your vibration mm -hmm. it, like if there's a lot of clutter or a lot of trash or things that remind you of a time that was unhappy or thing you know there's so much power in the stuff and the way that stuff is presented mm -hmm. in our home space or workspace and how we can you know revisit those spaces we go to often and say how can i revamp this to give me a little more power when i'm in this place mm -hmm. how can i suit in that might be like a feng shui thing like maybe we should dig into that i've never really looked into that um science it's pseudoscience. Yeah, it's interesting all about the flow, the energy flow mm -hmm. of the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, I think, a very particular set of mm -hmm. things, parameters. In I don't know how much your world. house would love that. No. But your I think your house it has might a mind of its be, own. Uh, in, it might just be. because in flow, yeah. it's, it, I just do things because they feel good. Right. And then I move things around when they don't feel good anymore. Mm -hmm. Of Creating course. Creating that space that you need to move through. Yeah. Of course, having a roommate who has a lot of equipment and drums and needs to move things around often, it's sometimes hard to, you know, maintain Your order. Your flow must be flexible. Which is a silly thing to say. Maintain yeah. order is a freaking recipe for destruction. <laughs> yeah. If I'm trying to maintain order, I'm going to inevitably, inevitably be sad. We must be flex with yeah. the order that is presented to us. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Move with flow. And that's what we, why we like our creative writing exercise, because exactly. it allows us to flow through some unknown prompts. It kind of throws these curveballs at you and you get to react and respond in a way that 
maybe could teach you how to react and respond in real life Mm -hmm. using the creative writing exercise as a doorway to that creative flow. Mm -hmm. If you can let your guard down for this 10 minute exercise and give yourself permission to not care what comes out and just let yourself write something ridiculous. Who cares? You're going to probably throw it away after you're certainly not going to send it to us Mm -hmm. because that might be vulnerable. And if you read Brene Brown's book with us, you learned that vulnerability creates a sweet, wonderful life. And who wants that really? Well, um, I think for our creative writing exercise today, we're going to use Jamie Cat Callen's The Writer's Toolbox. And we did want to just mention that she liked our last Instagram post and we totally girl fanned out over mm-hmm. here. So if you're listening, Jamie, hi. Hi. And thank you for literally changing our lives with this game. I'm sure that you expected great things from it. Indeed. Um, And we just wanted to let you know they're happening. Yeah, you caused quite a ripple in our pond. So thank you for your pursuit and following creativity and the efforts that it took to get this thing on the market. We so appreciate and love that you shared the love. Yeah, and seriously geeked out over how that (laughs) has really changed our lives. And definitely Monica wasn't thinking that was going to happen when you bought that last year. Had no idea. Probably around this time. Yeah. Oh, I think you had it when I came back from Thailand. Yeah, I think so. So cool. Well, and it was you wrapped showed up me, under you know, the Christmas you was, tree. I think you showed me before you wrapped it even. <gasps> I was excited to play with it. Yes. A year ago. Wow, wow, that's so cool. It really is. We've come so far in a year and just, you know, having that frequency shift all the time. Mm-hmm. Just Amazing. checking in. So we'll be using Jamie Cat Callen's uh, sticks out of the writer's toolbox. This game, by the way, is available on Amazon. Um, I'm sure it's available at other cool locations also for purchase. We should probably put a link to it on our website. We definitely, it's due time. It's due time. It's a awesome Christmas gift. It seriously can work for, uh, your eight year old gift givers or your 88 year old. It is a game that transcends time and space and it would actually be really fun at a christmas table gathering like to to get everyone to write a story or even to break off into small groups and build a story together if it was weird to everyone write i don't know it but really it only takes 10 minutes to have a really fun as you know super fun we're kind of into it so get out your pen and pad get ready to press pause we're gonna give you uh the sticks it's gonna start with a First sentence, then we'll have a non sequitur, a little curveball in the middle, followed by the last straw. So you'll pause us for about three minutes and write. You could go for 30 minutes of time. Yeah, you maybe whatever this really you want. moves you. Yeah, you could write a novel right now. Please feel free to write a novel, <laughs> creative, unbridled novel. You could write a three-sentence story also. Yeah, one word per prompt. We just like three minutes. You could write a poem. Monica's done that. Yeah, that's true. I should do that again sometime. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the first sentence. Your mother lied to you. That's the truth. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for the second prompt? My non-sequitur? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Well, get ready for, there you go, making up lies again. That's what they told me. Whoa. 
Yeah. More lies. More lies. Interesting. Very. Okay, three more minutes. And for your final prompt, which seems almost like more of a curveball than that first one, the time Fred went to the car wash and never came back. So go ahead and incorporate that in there, and we'll see you back here in three minutes. Well, we're back. Yes, we are. We've got two brand new half fresh off the press stories for you. Hot stories. Oh, I wanted to tell you the tamale guy's back. Oh yeah, yeah. I was worried that they they put out like a bin that said hot tamales at H E B, our local grocery store. There's a tamale guy that literally goes up and down the aisles screaming hot tamales. And Katie was at the store once and there was a woman who was quite disturbed by this. She was on the phone complaining to a friend about how she couldn't shop because the hot tamale guy was bothering her so much. It was like she was very upset. She'd complained to management already. Mm -hmm. And we thought that they might have put him, you know, banned, banned him. But he's back. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. You're also going to be glad to hear this story that I wrote for you. Let's hear it. Okay. Wait for me or for them? Did you write it? For I wrote it? it for you, Katie. Oh, you wrote it for me. Yeah, you're actually in it. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I know. Well, I thought you would be. Before. No, first time for everything. Okay. Your mother lied to you. That's the truth? Katie asked gently. Yes, she knew she could have told me the real truth, but she told me something else. She lied to me, right to my face. She sabotaged me. So you know your mother is trying to sabotage you. Is this absolutely true? Your own mother, sweet Toby? Well, I guess... I sat there, stumped, thinking of all the ways my mother was most definitely not ever trying to sabotage me. She usually just wanted what was best for me, if I'm being truly honest. What will they say if I admit I've overreacted? There you go again, making up lies. I'm not ready to face all that. You don't have to let go of your story yet, Toby. What does it feel like when you think the thought, my mother is trying to sabotage me? I feel sad, isolated, and like I can't reach out to her. I don't want to feel like that about mom. She tries so hard. No, Toby, no one does. And you don't have to. Tell me, who would you be without that story? I'd be a man who knows that my poor mother was just trying to protect me when she said dad went to the car wash that day so long ago. He never came back, and she might have known why. But she doesn't have to tell me. That's her story. Fred, my father, sabotaged himself. He walked away from a great son with a great mom. Toby started to cry and smile at the same time. It sounds like you're on the right track now. Keep up the good work, sweetheart, Katie said warmly. That was so precious. That was... um. Monica's Interpretation of Loving What Is, Four Questions That Can Change Your Life by Byron Katie. Not me. <laughs> However, I also, it's exciting to share a name with her. It is. I love that she calls herself Katie yeah. or they call her Katie. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I just realized as I read it that I switched from him being it being first person to <laughs> third person at the end. So oh, we would if we were to rewrite yeah. it, we would edit that part. I didn't even notice. It's so I was wrapped up in the story and how oh. wonderfully you pulled that off. It kind wow. of what those were perfect prompts for me because I wasn't sure why mom was sabotaging him ever. And right. then it just I thought I wasn't gonna say anything and then that prompt was like so what? perfect. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 
What you got? Let's see. Let's see, because we don't know. <laughs> Your mother lied to you. That's the truth. I know. My And my whole life I believed her. It's just not fair, David. How could she? Listen, Sam, my stepbrother, my stepbrother said. All moms lie about this. All dads, too, for that matter. No matter how upset it makes you, you have to know she did it for your own good. I crossed my arms in front of me, trying to release my anger, like Coach Matthews tells us in gym class. I balled up my fists, and then I relaxed them, like he had taught us. It wasn't working, though, because it was also unfair. Here I was, grounded for a week for lying, when they'd been lying to me for my whole life. I could hear my mom now. There you go, Sam, making up lies again, she had told me. I have an imagination, okay? Yeah, I lied about some stuff. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> then I saw it from mom's side. Sometimes telling stories is fun, and I sure loved all the years waiting for Santa to arrive, baking him cookies, searching for my elf on a shelf. It was real for me all those years. It was fun, and that's all because lies are fun. Or at least they can be. Storytelling is a lot like lying, but I guess you have to come clean first. But then mom lied to me for all those years. Ugh, life was just so confusing. David interrupted my thoughts by nailing me right in the forehead with a paper airplane. Ow! I exclaimed. Hey, remember that time Uncle Fred went to the car wash and never came back? Huh? Oh, yeah, I never understood that, I said. Well, apparently he had it all planned out. He moved to Costa Rica to be a wild bird rescue mission man. Like, Saving parrots from bad stuff, I guess. Whoa, I said. That's crazy. Nah, I'm just lying. I have no idea where Uncle Fred went. Just disappeared. Poof. Hey, want to go outside and play some b-ball? Love it. <laughs> Uncle Fred. That'll be forever the family joke. Like, where did he go? Where did he well, go? I heard he went and did this. Yeah. Well, no one ever really knows. I heard he went and dressed up like Santa Claus and then he got stuck in a chimney nobody wanted to tell the kids so sad it's dark it's really dark out of the gremlins (laughs) (laughs) that sounds familiar yeah oh well maybe you have a story you'd like to share and if so please do send it in to katieandmoni at gmail.com don't forget to go check out our uh, instagram for this week's chris mystery giveaway box Hashtag Christmastery. By the way, we wanted to mention how you can enter. Um, you can either go onto our Instagram and on the Christmastery post, you can follow us mm-hmm. and tag three friends in the comments. You can also enter by writing a story using our prompts or really any story. Yes. And hashtagging WHRN giveaway. Merry Christmas, y'all. It's time for our first Christmas giveaway. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, yeah, we already had the sound effect. It was in those jingle bells. Thanks, That's Santa. Right. Thanks, Santa. We're always giving thanks around here. And Indeed. we want to thank you for being a listener by having a Christmas giveaway. 
Check out our Instagram posts available now to enter for the chance to win a writer's toolbox by Jamie Cat Callen, a copy of one of our book of the months, a pen and a pad to get you ready for your creative writing, um, and a myriad of other mystery items yeah. that will be revealed to you in the next few weeks like via Instagram. Maybe a Christmas tree box? A Christmas tree. <laughs> Love it. That's hashtag Christmas tree yeah. box. Well dare you let your phone ring so jingly on our commercial that was beautiful anyway we hope that you'll play along and enter our chris mystery giveaway box that's right check us out uh instagram right here right now for your chance to win but you know really whatever you do just make sure you share the love right here right now bye bye Right here, right now.